This is the Creative Coachcast with Paul Goldsmith. If you've ever been blocked creatively, maybe you're there now. This episode is for you. My hope is this podcast will provide you with some hope to see that there is a way through to the other side. First, let me just say this up front. I don't claim to be an expert. I'm just a fellow creative in search of my tribe. I'm so glad you're here for one. It's good for us to keep in mind that creativity is a process, not a destination. I like to think of it as a journey. And of course, journeys are a lot more fun with friends. Have you ever stopped to think about the cause of your creative block? Seriously, I have. I'm going to guess that most of us suffer from a similar issue. We're just too busy. We would get to that creative project if only we had more time. But if you actually dig a little bit deeper, I think you'll discover what I did, that the real source of your creative block is fear. It's fear dressed up as busyness or a thousand other distractions. Think about it. It's one thing to muse or dream about, you know, if you only had more time or resources, you would be proficient at what it is, you know, your dream craft. You could realize that dream of a side business, but alas, here we are today, just too busy, too many emails to respond to, too much stuff to get done at home. Eh, That's convenient, but it's not the whole truth if we're being honest. All progress starts by telling the truth. So I want to give you three practical ways to get unblocked. To get clarity on our thinking, we have to start where we are right now. Just like those maps at the mall. Remember malls? (laughs) Anyway, those maps that have the arrow that says, you are here. Once you know where you're starting, then you can decide exactly it is, where you want to go, and how we're going to get there. Here are three ways for us to get clarity on where we are, and slowly but surely we'll be able to see where we're going creatively. To use a running metaphor, the three ways are sprint, 5K, and marathon. First, the three-minute sprint. For this, you'll want to grab a notebook and something to write with. Set a timer on your phone for three minutes and then write down everything that comes to your mind that you want to do or you would do if you had more time or ever dreamt of doing something someday. It's the three-minute someday sprint. When you're done, circle the three things on your list that bring you the most excitement. All right, you can pause right now and do this because it's a lot of fun. Okay, if you paused and you took the three-minute sprint, good job. But don't get ahead of yourself here and start trying to figure out how you're going to do these things. Or worse, start making excuses for why it's not practical to do those things. Don't do that. When you have those three things, write down next to it the name of a person who can help you with that project. Someone that has knowledge or expertise in that area. Reach out to those people today and let them know you admire their work and ask them if they have any advice for someone like you just getting started. It's important for every idea you have to find a guide and not try to figure this out on your own. That's critical. This is what has you stuck in the first place. Okay, so now hopefully you've done your sprint. It's time to move on to bigger things like the 5K. It's actually something I recommend doing daily, and fortunately, this 5K you can do from bed. What is it? It's keeping a gratitude journal. I have one that I use. It's actually called the 5-Minute Journal. Highly recommend. It's life-changing. Every morning, I wake up and write down three things I'm grateful for, and then three more intentions for the day. 
And over time, what I've found is when you write down three things each morning that would make that particular day great, the odds of those things happening increase exponentially. That's the Daily 5K or 5-Minute Journal. So I, I hope you'll join me on that because it, it pays off tremendously. Starting each day with gratitude, I feel more creative and certainly less anxious when I do that. In fact, they've actually done studies to, to show how gratitude impacts people creatively. Time and time again, it shows that gratitude makes people more creative and productive. So for one study, uh, a couple college professors used unsuspecting college students for their test. They sent the students an email offering to pay them for a review of another student's resume and cover letter, and then they split the students into two groups. The first group received a reply that said, I just want to let you know I received your feedback on my cover letter. The second group, they added two sentences. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful. Now, to see if the extra expression of gratitude had any effect on those two groups, they emailed them again on behalf of another student who said he heard they were offering resume help, but this time they didn't offer any payment. The response 25% of the first group of students who received the neutral note the day before offered to help the new student. And for the second group who received the expression of gratitude, the response more than doubled. 55% of those offered to help. I guess it really is true, after all, that a little thanks goes a long way. So to help us get unblocked creatively, it's helpful to start each day from a posture of gratitude. Now, for our third way to get clarity, are you ready for this? This one takes a little endurance. It takes a lot of endurance. We're going to run a marathon. Yep, I said it, a marathon. But this one is a little different. No running shoes required. I want you to each morning do morning pages. Now, this is a technique suggested by playwright and filmmaker Julia Cameron in her book, The Artist Way. She goes so far to say that morning pages are the primary tool of any and every creative recovery. What are they? They're simply three pages of longhand, written stream of conscious. Why do them? Because it purges your mind of any negative thoughts, censoring thoughts, mental task lists, all the things that you can't get off your mind to, to actually get to the creative work that you'll want to do. To get everything off your mind and onto the page so you can begin to create. Maybe you've heard people described as left brain or, or right brain person and the creative brain is the right brain. Well, guess what? We all have both sides of our brain. It's just in America and the Western Hemisphere, the brain of choice is the left brain, the logic brain, and it thinks in a nice, neat, linear fashion. As a rule, logic brain perceives the world according to known categories. Logic brain is our survival brain. Really important, but you don't want that doing the creative work. Because anything unknown to your logic brain is perceived as wrong and possibly dangerous. Logic brain likes things to be neat little soldiers marching in a straight line. Logic brain is the brain we usually listen to, especially when telling ourselves to be sensible. Well, throw sense out the window. Logic brain is also our sensor. It's our second, third, and fourth thoughts. On the other hand, artist brain is our inventor. It's our very own personal absent-minded professor. Artist brain says, hey, that's a new idea. It puts odd things together. It's like in Star Wars, the name Skywalker, definitely a product of the artist brain. The artist brain is where all creativity stems from. And 
To get past the sensor of logic brain, we've got to do a brain dump of sorts, and Morning Pages is the quickest way to do that. It's worked for thousands of people, and all I can tell you is that it worked for me, so try them. Now, once you've done your three-minute sprint and discovered the who's in your life that can help give you some guidance for your creative ideas and begun a daily 5K practice of gratitude, if you dare to be so bold to try Morning Pages for a week or a month or as long as it takes to free your mind, I believe you will begin to see light on the other side of your block. The key is that we make incremental progress each week. Just imagine a year from now with intentional creative effort, you'll be a lot healthier creatively than you are now. And I found this fascinating. The World Health Organization actually defines health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease. Don't you want to be more healthier in all the areas? Just with any healthy habit, there's no magic pill. We have to put in the work every day. But together, we can help each other to be more creative. That's why I invest in coaching. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about creative coaching, I'd love to hear from you. Just stop by thecreativecoachcast.com and send me a note. In the meantime, thanks for listening.